Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome back. If you've been here before, if you're new, welcome for the first time to the We Are The Ones podcast. I'm your host, Kareem Manuel. Uh, before we get into it, make sure you like this, comment, subscribe, all those good things. Uh, this podcast dropping to you every Wednesday, wherever you can get your podcast. We're so excited you're here. And thank you for being a part of the community. Uh, with me today is a creative extraordinaire entrepreneur, a physical specimen that helps people get their physical together, their mental and emotional, an artist, uh, which you've already heard some of uh, his offerings, at least through the We Society, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, I got my man, Bam, like, damn, but would it be? Is here in the building. How you feeling? Yeah, thanks for being here. Before we get into all the comings and goings and things about life. We're just going to drop in together. We always start with a check-in. If you're at home or wherever you are, feel free to do this with us. Uh, we're going to close our eyes. He is going to close his eyes, <laughs> even though you can't eyes. tell. I, I promise. Uh, we're just going to breathe together uh, just to tune in to the body, tune into our space. So feel your body wherever you are. If you're driving or doing some type of heavy machinery, keep your eyes open. But we're going to breathe in. We're going to hold at the top. And then we're going to breathe out and hold at the bottom. And I'm going to snap in between to keep time. So take a deep breath in for four. Hold. Out. Hold. In. Hold. Relax the face, relax the body. Out. Hold. One more time in. Hold and relax the shoulders. Out. Everything out. Hold. And breathe in, find a regular breath. Feel free to open your eyes, come back to the space. Thanks for doing that with us. Thanks for joining. And now we just have a quick check-in on a scale of 1 to 10. How are you feeling right now? What are you present to in your body, in your heart space, in your emotional space right now? Oh, I'm a 10, bro. I feel present to... um influx of opportunities and community. Yeah. Um, Very uh, appreciative of my growth and the the continuation of that. And um, the ability to speak life and receive that same blessing. Mm. This is how we start. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I'm checking in. 
I'll probably say I'm at an eight. I do feel amazing. I feel incredible, but I can feel my mind thinking about things that I want to accomplish or feel like I need to accomplish for certain timelines that I set. Um, but there's still that pressure or press that pressing, but I feel really good and I'm excited to be here and dive in. We have some great conversations in general. Um, and I just hope that it'll be helpful. So yeah. Um, I got a question for you. Cool. How can you, or what can you do to make sure you stay present right now? Yeah. So I just, as I was sharing, I felt it like just releasing, like for me, for sure. acknowledging this is what's happening, uh, and not judging it, just being aware of it. Just help let something go. And now, yeah, I can just settle more into my seat. Yeah. Feel my feet on the ground. Now I'm about to get into it. Let's do it. Um, okay, so first, when did you discover that you were creative? Like, do you remember a time where you thought to yourself, like, oh man? Oh man, I was a kid. Yeah? Yeah, I used to draw. What? Yeah. Okay, like action figures or what? Everything, bro. I used to draw cartoons. I I first started off drawing like names because I wanted a tattoo. Okay. I wanted I wanted a tattoo and then I wanted two tattoos. Okay. So like I used to draw all kind of names, different colors, all different kind of designs. And um that grew into drawing like cartoon characters and that grew into drawing like scenes. Um and then um it, it kind of grew into poetry and then music and writing and um I always wanted to kind of be a director too. So that obviously is where I'm at. You know what's crazy is, yeah, like hearing you say that as a kid and then knowing you as an adult, I think the kid version of you would be pretty proud. What what would you say? Absolutely. Because you're doing all those things. (laughs) Absolutely. I I literally was out of town at my mom's crib and she showed me something from early high school where it was almost like a mini vision board. Yeah. And... On the board was all kind of art things, and then saying what I wanted to be was a creative director. Like that was y- moons ago, bro. Shout out moms for being the historians, <laughs> bro. Just keeping it. My mom, mom, yeah. if you watching this, if you listening, I know she loves to say like I'm a historian. And sometimes when I'm doubting or I'm feeling afraid, like she'll re- she'll replay back. The past mm. to help me see how far I've come to now, and those talk. So you go home and see yourself, like what you were saying and what you were thinking, and go like, "Oh, I'm I'm doing it. I'm in. I'm in it right now." That's yeah. got to feel like a boost of some sort, at least like a sense yeah. of a, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, it definitely brings me to <clears throat> anytime I can reflect on it. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> right. And I can recall it. <laughs> yeah, it brings me just to a place of. Um, appreciation for me kind of staying true to myself and not getting derailed from what I thought as a kid. You know what I mean? Because I feel like we get so uh, far away from that, that, you know, you you think you in something that you're supposed to be doing or you really like doing, but really that kid and you is still like knocking at the door trying to say, hey, I I wanted to play basketball or hey, I wanted to do this. So I just, yeah, have an immense amount of gratitude for one, my mama. And then two, for me being able to stay on track like that. Yeah. Was that something, staying on track, was that like a challenge that you experienced? Or did you experience any challenges coming up and coming through that? Were there every times where you felt like you got off the path and had to come come back? Or was it always pretty secure for you? Like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm investing in. I'm- oh, man. It was 
you know, I feel like <clears throat> life is a ebbs, ebbs and flow situation, peaks and valley situation. Yeah. You know? So it it ain't it's never a, like a thing where it stays on track. I feel like you know I, I'm good at a lot of things, and it's hard sometimes to pick one thing to be good at at yeah. a time. Yeah. But I think um, I've worked in corporate America. I've drove trucks. I don't work at grocery stores. I done did things on the, the other side of the fence. We'll say, you know what I'm saying? Like we, it, that's what we'll say. That's what we'll say. You know what I'm saying? But we, I feel like you just go through these stages and phases yep. and you know, you never know where it's going to end up, but just to see the consistency of like, I pick it back up. Even yeah. If I do get off track. So, yeah. Yeah. So what would you say you you have learned so far in this process that comes to mind right now? I'm sure there's many things, but just asking it right now, what have you learned about yourself throughout the process to get where you are today? Like what is a, a core principle that you're holding on to a God and light? Um, change is the only constant. Period. Everything going to change. People going to change. Things going to change. Places going to change. I'm going to change. <clears throat> and um, the more things that I experience, the more I change. My perspective shifts hmm. on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? It could be one way today, and then I, you know, gather a piece of information, and then next thing I know, I'm thinking thinking pretty differently about something. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So just that everything changes, man. You know, this is what these, these represent for me. Like this, uh, this piece of rope is to not get too attached to things because they do change, not get too tied down. Uh, this uh, shovel with a gem in it is, um, um, you only find the gems when you dig for them. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, you know, just that change, you know, that's the, that's the one strong principle. Like consistency is never really consistent, you know? And even if it is, it's not in, in the way that people think of consistency. Yeah. You know, so. And you're a coach now, so you're, you're helping people. So what does that look like then? If yeah, same thing. Like, when I am coaching any any person, you know, that's like a, I just had this conversation with one of my clients talking about the fact that, <clears throat> you know, she might not feel like she is doing her best right now. She feeling down and, like, she fell off and yeah. all of these different things. And I'm like, you know, we have these conversations and I tell her, you ain't fall off. It's just, it's peaks and valleys, you yep. know? Life is not trying to find a balance. It's a balancing act the whole time. You never like this. It's always like this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You putting all these different things on your plate and you just trying to make sure that you can handle everything. Sometimes you bite off more that you, than you can chew and something got to fall off. And, you know, we don't really know that, but... Until it happens. Until it happens. Yeah. So. And then. <clears throat> but yeah, with coaching, it's the same thing. You know, she feel like she off track and I tell her she not off track. She on track. It just feels like a little lower right now. Yeah. You might not have as much energy as you did when you started, but so, you know, show up as much as you can and yep. listen to your body. And yep. We're going to keep pushing. Seth Golden has this book called The Dip. Mm. And he talks about the time when you first start something. Uh, you're excited about it, you, or if you don't know it, like say the piano that you've never played before, 
the moment in between what you don't know and learning something new is so small mm. because you don't know anything. So everybody's excited when they first start. Oh, we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to learn the piano. I'm starting school, this relationship, whatever. Yeah. But the more you learn, the more your perspective changes and expands, the distance between something new shocking you or amazing you grows in time until you get to a dip where it's just a low time. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a while before you come to something new. And now this part is about the mastery. It's about, and that's where most people quit. Um, it's just like, yeah, you're just getting up early in the morning. Yeah, the excitement's gone. The rush is gone. You know the chords. You get up at the same time every morning to go for your run. And he says, everybody who can make it through the dip, when it comes back up, when you start to become a master, that's when the whatever world you're in, that's when it unlocks. And that's when you get to start to play on a whole other level. Um, yeah. But we normally leave during the dip. We're just like, oh, man, this is... I'm I'm off track. I'm yeah. I'm at a low point. Now I got to go do something else because we're chasing the excitement instead of chasing the consistency of being able to being able to master ourselves, master our gifts. Yeah. And uh, I try to remind myself of that. It's like, if I'm in a dip, if this is worth it to me, I'll make it through this dip. And that's what uh, writing a paper to go to college or something. Like they're putting in these dip moments, like to put in some type of test. Who can get through this? Because then we'll, yeah. then you can come and play with us and learn as opposed yeah, to just, hey, sure. it's open for everybody. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it. The, the college paper and like who can... This is the time where you have to really master this thing. Yep. Yeah. And and this is this is the thing that unlocked the door. Like now you can come in because you lasted. Like you lasted this long. Yeah. You put in the time. You did whatever, and you thought you knew everything <clears throat> that was to know. But now that you mastered this, you understand that there's so much it's more. So much. The more. wise man knows he can never know it all. It's like <laughs> I could spend all the rest of my life studying trees and like never learn everything. No. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you're a creative from. Before I can't draw, I don't know what that feels like to be able to look at a piece feels of paper <laughs> and put lines on it that look like something. Yeah, um, yeah. My children's mom, uh, Ashley, she can draw her whole family on that side. They all are amazing artists. Oh, that's crazy. And the boys kind of got it, but I'm talking about not me at all. <laughs> right. Um, so you could draw. You started writing poetry. You said, "Was it? Did the poetry turn? Did the poetry turn into raps?" Like what was that transition like? Yeah, I sensitive ass. <laughs> I think I had a natural like. You're right. I am sensitive. Yeah, about yeah. My who shit, was it? Sure. Which, what, 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 who was it that got you? I <laughs> got you writing this stuff. I don't know, bro. Like I, I don't know how I started writing, and it's always been like. I don't know. I don't know how I got into like writing specifically mm -hmm. but the poetry did turn into rap yeah like and i think just because that's just because how the music made me feel yeah like the musicality of it brought things to the forefront that i didn't know yeah. were there yeah so like that's how it turned into rap like i could obviously write something right now and it could easily be poetry yeah but i think when i have the right beat in front of me it instantly pulls something out of me. So you like do you, you like writing with nothing, or do you like writing with the music made? I like writing with the music. So I, the my typical process is like, I go through a bunch of beats. I see which ones make me feel whatever they feel. Yep. And I go back through the beats a couple of times. I'll put them down for a week or two. Come back to them. Yep. And see if I'm in a different mode because. I feel like music is mostly about time. 
So if you in like this time where you in a triumphant mode, then for me, I feel like horns and big cinematic 300 kicking off the bridge. You know for what I'm sure. saying? Like for that's sure. how I fit. That's how I want the music to sound too. But if I'm in a different zone, if I'm in like some Drake lover boy shit right now, then, you know, I need something that feels like that to, yeah. to instantly pull it out of me. So when we met, I don't remember how we met, but I remember we met. And then I saw all, <laughs> I saw all of the just creative gifts that you had. And it's like, you were showing me the music. And I'm like, man, who shot the video? And you're like, me. And it's like, man, who edited it? <laughs> who edited this? It's like me. And I was like, yo, the typography crazy. Like, who did this? Like me. Right, right, right. I'm like, okay, bro, we gotta do something. So then I sure. <laughs> so I'm like, can we do this song? Um, you know, what and I want you to be as real as possible. What oh, was sure. the process of collaborating with me and Yusef on uh the We Are the Ones records you did? And just for anybody who doesn't know, if you listen to the end of this podcast and the end of every podcast that we uh, put out so far. This is the voice uh, and the mind behind the song that plays. We are the ones we've been looking for. Found everything I need to me. No need to look no more. Right. This is him right here. What was that process like? You know, we had we had some time to go over it. And uh, yeah, let's just start with that. What was it like for you? It was easy. Like I didn't really have any, I don't know. I, I heard a beat and I already knew what y'all wanted. Yep. And it just went from there. You know, we went back and forth after I, I, I recorded a couple of versions and like sent y'all like some little clips while I was mm -hmm. in the studio. Yep. Like what you think about this type of thing. And, um, you know, just made the adjustments, but I already was on the vibe and on the same wave because we are the ones we've been looking for. Yep. So, you know, when I think about that, it was, it was easy money. You know what I'm saying? Like that's already the energy I'm on anyway. It felt like it. I think we had one meeting. Yeah, yeah, one meeting. Yeah, one meeting. I shared a couple of lines that like meant something to us. Yeah, I was like, "This is this is the idea of what we want to say." Yeah, and I remember, boy, you sent. I remember <laughs> you sent that first clip back, and I was like, "This nigga going crazy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Like, even, I mean, in the studio, even the shot of the studio. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Even the shot of the studio, mm -hmm. and like just the sound coming out of the monitors. And I, I'm an artist. So I could feel, I was like, oh no, it's magic happening right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That's how I feel when I go in the studio too, like every time. Like I feel like I've already written the song. I don't go, sometimes I go to the studio to kind of catch a vibe. Yeah. But most times if I go to the studio, I already wrote the song. So I'm going in there to like, give me like 10 minutes to warm up and I'm ready to go. I'm probably rehearsing the song on the way to the studio. On the way. In my head, like, I'm probably, I'm gonna say it like this, chop this out, take that over, bring this out, you know what I mean? Like I'm creating it as I go in my head so that I have, um, you know, a baseline to give the engineer. Yeah. Whoever, if the producer's there or if it's another artist there, I can creatively direct, you know? So you got, you got that record, I know you got other music. You got anything coming out or anything you already dropped you want to let us know about? Yeah, for sure. The last project I put out was called Foremost. It's F-O-R-E-M-O-S-T. Um, it was basically a project about like, it was four songs too. It was about me just putting myself to the forefront, like mm. talking that shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Really feeling like- Big Leo energy. Aggressive, you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So it was like, Four songs where I felt like I wanted to really give um, 
sort of a, a essence of me. So that's out. That's out on wherever you get your music at: Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Title, all of that. Um, I put out a song called "The Message." I think that was a couple of years back. I got another song called "All of Me and None of Me." That was a couple of years back. All of these songs just were like, like I said, music is about time. So it feels like the time that where I felt like it. Yep. But I feel like <clears throat> the the music is classic. It's like something that you can play 10 years from now, you could play it when I made it. And it's still going to sound- It's going to be hard. Yeah. If I'm new, I'm just coming to you, what's one record you would put out and be like, this is a great introduction to them? I know they're all great. They're all your kids. But what's the one you like, this is a great introduction for you? They could do all of me or none of me. Okay. Yeah, they could and do what's all that, of me. And what's that mean to you? When you were writing it, what were you thinking about? Uh, it was- it, it was really that, like, I, I want to give all of me, you know what I'm saying? And if I can't be my, it, basically, like, if I can't be myself fully, then I don't want to be in whatever the situation is, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I think we go into the world and we have these personas yeah. that we, like, people might look at this right now and feel like I, I got a persona because I got glasses on, I got my hoodie on, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it feels like that. But you know me. Yep. So you know I walk around. This, this is how this 100%. is me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like we go into the world with these persona, personas and, <clears throat> you know, we're not really giving all of ourselves. And, I, you know, now that I reflect on that song and the meaning of it and giving all of ourselves, I should make a little edit and say all of ourselves in that time. Right. Because you can't give all of yourself in the one moment. It's so many parts of you, which leads me to like my next project drop. And we can talk about that whenever. Yeah, no, go oh, ahead. So the next project is called Multilayered. Right. Which, you know what I mean? Like, it's so many different pieces. And he's been us. dropping little hints if you pay attention to the art. <laughs> you see it, Multilayered is the end of everything. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it's just like to show people that we, it's so many different just layers of us, bro. Even things that we haven't uncovered yet. And it's things that we we never going to uncover. But I feel like, you know, sometimes I, I can feel when I hit another layer. Yeah. It's a it's an immediate, like, thrust into, like, oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so I feel that. And, um, yeah, Multilayered is one of those projects where, you know, it's, the first project, the first uh, song off of that is called Letter to Myself. And it started off, I picked up this pen and wrote this letter to myself. Put that pride to the side. You learning to love yourself. You learning by setting boundaries. Still check the exits and minus of my surroundings. Like, it's it's like a, that even those, just those couple of lines just tell you about me. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> that, like I said, the next project is called Multilayered. And it's coming out soon, either the end of this month or... um Early next month. Okay. We'll be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely have that in the notes. What I feel like I'm learning about boundaries Mm. is that the boundary is for me. For sure. Not for them. Yeah, it's for me. It's for me. Yeah, you can't control them. At all. Yeah, so the boundary is definitely for me. It's like, man, however you're going to respond is how you're going to respond. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know how far I'm willing to go in this interaction, in this engagement, however it goes. And then I get to choose how to respond to you either honoring that boundary or dishonoring it. 
Um, yeah. But when I first started, it was definitely like I'm trying to control the other person, oh, bro. I'm trying to make you stop doing that. Yeah, you know what I'm no, saying. Not as- but it's really just you know, <clears throat> like we just said, like the boundary is is for me. I'm not gonna let the conversation go on longer than I want it to go on. Right. I have a choice. I can leave. Yep. I can not respond. I can, and whether you have control over your emotions is not my concern. <laughs> bro. It's not, bro. Cause you know, you can leave a conversation or not respond or not respond in a timely manner or whatever it is. And it's like, you know, people, for lack of better words, get their panties in a bunch. You know what I'm saying? And they like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it used to be a place where you might feel like you need to explain or like yeah. explaining my oh boundaries. I just I I bro I'm not explaining nothing to nobody no person like if I tell you something like I and not 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 to be not in a rude way not like no, an asshole just, this but is like, a matter of fact yeah it's a matter of fact and I'm not about to go on like no long trying to figure out how to make you feel better when I'm not the person that can make you feel better. You got to make you feel better. Yeah. Cause I had to do it for myself. Yeah. Can't be in these situations. I, I, like where I, say, I know, like I know for me, it's a flag. If I'm feeling really uncomfortable about something you're doing, like you're, yeah. you keep coming and talking to me about something I don't want to talk about, but I'm feeling uncomfortable. It's like, no, we're going to have to share this discomfort. I just got to tell you, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. And now if there's discomfort, it's like, okay, well, we both got it. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to carry it by myself because yeah. you won't relent. It's like, no, no, no. This is for both of us now. Uh, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk about this. My girl showed me a video. I was in Jamaica. I was visiting family. And this kid was asking me to dance. This is my first time ever meeting him. He might have been like a cousin or something. And he's like trying to do something. He's like, do that dance. And I just said, no thanks. <laughs> right. Right. I don't want to dance right now, man. No, I, thank you. I meet him. I meet him my grandma's family for the first right, time. Right. Like, this is what I'm on. And then later we tapped in. But that took a long time for me to learn. One, it's okay for me to honor myself and how I'm feeling. Yeah. That my boundaries don't have to be a fucking electric fence. For people, yeah. I, when I first started, I was so tight about it. If you came close, I'm ready to cut your head off. I'm I'm, I'm definitely cutting your head off. It's like, it don't got to be that either. Yeah. <laughs> people trying their best, you know. And the more I really have it, the less aggressive I feel in having to defend it. Because it's not even about you. Yeah, it's not even about you. And the the, the great part about that is, it's, the, it's more, um, you have more control over yourself. Yep. Like, and that's what it's really about. Like, you have more control over yourself. Because if you can get to a point where you can tell a kid no, and they bothering you, and you can just say, no, thanks. No, thanks. Like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, that could be aggravating. Yeah. That could trigger something in you from the past, and you could just be like, bro, stop (laughs) dancing, bro. I'm not dancing. Stop. And he's like, I was just trying. And, he, to, and yeah. then you, and then you gonna like transfer that aggression. For sure, it's like God, hurt people hurt right people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like hurt people hurt people. Yeah, you gotta heal really people, heal people. Exactly. So you know, and but and you know, you are probably a person that he looks up to, which is why he wanted you to do the yeah, thing. Yeah, I came anyway. from the states. I yeah. came from Atlanta. Yeah, I flew all. So the he way like, yo, I want to see you yeah, do you know, something. Dougie or something. Yeah, it's so. like, nah. And but, we turned out, it turned out great. When he turned into an adult, we'll watch it and it'd be great. Right. How the right. coconut water treating you? Oh man, I appreciate that. Hey, man. That was a that was yeah. <laughs> that was right over time. Y'all come with us on our coconut retreat water, for sure. in March. We'll show y'all all about the coconuts. We're gonna have 400, 
Coconuts for Everybody uh, in Panama. Link in the bio or whatever the fuck. That's a thing for me. I love, I love, <laughs> love cooking water. <laughs> link in bio. All right, so I got only got a couple more. Uh, you, right. I mean, you coaching people, you training people, helping them get their body right. What do you notice with among black men? I'm gonna start there. Among yeah, black men that like gets in the way. Where do we come in to get help with? What's what's our biggest uh, thing that's tripping us up? What we was just talking about, like shit. Learning how to, bro, it's a real thing, you know what I'm saying? Because for for me personally, I've finally gotten to a place where I can take feedback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't want to even say how many things I fucked up just not being just able not to being hear able to hear, bro. Feedback. That's and that's a that's a real thing when it comes to. I can only speak for myself. I don't want to speak for a whole yep. population of people, yep. but. When it comes to me, like not taking things personal was a, a, a like a major key for me, bro. Cause you could say something to me and I feel like you you trying to like poke at me or you trying to like make me feel like like you as if you could make me feel anyway. I'm only making myself feel Come away. on, man. You cheat I, I feel insecure about <clears throat> You saying something just highlights that just I don't highlight feel the insecurity, especially as an artist. Yeah, it's like I want I want you to love what I wrote. I want yeah. you to love, and so, if you don't, then it's like, oh, you trying to be like, bro, you trying to come for me? You think? But one of my another one of my clients the other day told me, feedback is just information. It's not. I'm not saying it about you. I'm not like it's just information. If if we talking about a thing, if 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 you come in here and like you ask me how your hair look, yeah, right. This is this is very personal right okay, now. Okay. But <laughs> you ask me how you have to tell me my shit <laughs> fucked up. Thirty yeah. minutes into the pod, <laughs> thirty minutes into the pod, you ask me how your hair look. Yeah, right? how my hair look, and I start telling you like. And I, cause you know, nowadays when people ask me things, I go into detail, bro. Like, I'm gonna tell you, yeah. asking me, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people don't be really ready. Nah, for they that. Not, no, I just wanted you to tell me it look nice. No, no, you straight. That, no, I'm saying when I, oh, when, oh, most like, time when yeah. people ask, it's like how I look. They just, they, they have an expectation. What you already. think it is? It's yeah. like, I really just want you to say it's great. Right. That's but it. That might not be my, my okay. perception. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So, like, you know, we just get, we, we just got to be in a space where we know that, like, like I said, it's just information. So I'm not talking about you as a person, but from my perspective, I might not even like the hairstyle. Right. So, like, what you want me to say? You want me to say it look nice when I don't like the hairstyle? Yeah, just so, say the truth. Yeah, so it's just information, man. And Don't take, take things <clears throat> personally. No, nah, don't. De- definitely don't. Unless it's personal. Sometimes it can be personal. Even then, I feel like I'm getting to a place where even if the person means it personal for me, it's not <clears throat> personal. No, I, I feel like personal could be coming from the other side. Like, it's personal for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not necessarily that they feel this type of way for me, because you don't know what kind of past trauma they got. At all. And that's what I mean. So, so it's still not personal to me. Yeah, they may yeah, be yeah. offering it as that, but it's just information. Yeah. To it's, me, it's yep. definitely just like... You saying a thing to me. Yep. And sometimes it it can, if if you, <clears throat> and like I said, everything has ebbs and flows. So maybe you ain't 
always got your armor on properly. Yep. And somebody could say something that slips through and triggers you. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ah! But I, even with that, I've gotten to a point where, you know, if you get through, you know, a minute later, I'm like patching myself up. Oh, you. Oh, okay. You you hurt. You tried to hurt me. And you tried I to see. hurt me with it. But and I, Man, being able to catch that, yeah. there's two instances I'm thinking of right now. Where I know somebody was trying to pull me into their nightmare mm-hmm. just with the words, the energy that was, and I almost went. I felt myself like my blood starts heating up. You know, I'm what, like, you know blah, blah, like, and it was like, and I looked at them and it just saw like, oh, you're miserable. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to come over there into misery with you. I'm you going to throw off my whole shit over here. I'm good. It's I'm been happening to me so many times, bro, where I didn't got into an argument with somebody that had. Some personal shit going on in their life. Yeah. I come to you, I feel great, and now I leave you and I feel like shit. And misery loves company. Yeah. And here and we are like, together. Here we are together now. Just pissed. You ready to box? Whatever. Whatever. Nah, no nah, I'm good. Though. You don't have you don't have control of me. Yeah. You don't get to decide how I feel. Or how I move. At all. Anything. You don't get to decide nah. none of that for me. I and mean, what's really gonna get you is when you start being able to do that to the voices in your own mind. Bro, I've I literally had this conversation last night too. I didn't got to a place where I separate my it's almost like you seen the movie Avatar? It's like that for me now. Like I'm in a I'm in a place where I'm telling myself what to do. Yes. So like I'm telling myself, you're thirsty, grab your cup. In my head though. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you get to separate yourself and you 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 in this body, but you're more than the body. Way more. So you have to get to a place where you you kind of like see yourself and you know, you got this vehicle that you carry in this spirit in, and you gotta take care of the vehicle while you're here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to that means educating yourself and then, you know, knowledge is key, but it's not powerful until it's applied. So, you know, you got to apply the knowledge that you gain when you educating yourself. And if you feel like you get off course. Don't don't trip. Just keep showing up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just keep showing up. Because, you you know, everything, things in motion stay in motion. So if you keep showing up, you're going to eventually get over the hump. Bro, my man just dropped. Physics. I did just that's, drop that's, I didn't notice that. This yeah. is the laws of thermodynamics <laughs> being dropped right, right, right now. Yeah, for sure. Object in motion stays in motion. If you stop being in motion, you in inertia. That's one of yeah. the hardest things to get that's moving again. one of the hardest again. things, bro. Once you stop. You stop and you sit. When people come to the shop and they're like, wow, man, how long you had the brand? Yeah. And I'll be like, eight years? Yeah. And you can see their face, eight years? It's like, yeah. And that's the only reason it's moving right now. Yeah, because you stayed in motion for stayed. eight years. Yeah. And how many times I wanted to be like, oh, I'm sure. I'm done with this. There's got to be something else I could be doing, but the call. And so I, I appreciate everything you shared so much. Um, next time I have you on, I'll ask about black women and other people before for my brothers who are watching and listening. What I'm getting from this is keep it moving. And this can apply to everyone. Keep it moving. Don't take things personally. You can only control yourself. Not in control of others. Boundaries are for the self. Uh, those are my top four. It might be another one I'm missing, but nah, all of those, and we multi-layered. And we multi-layered. Yeah, for sure. You have to understand that you ain't just 
how you, you ain't just how you showed up today. It's gonna be a totally different. This this moment is a moment. It's gonna be a totally different moment tomorrow. You ain't gonna never experience the same thing twice because the same thing don't keep happening in the same exact way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always gonna be a new moment. Like I come in here today and then you call me back. Even if I got the same outfit on, you give me the coconut water, like something is different. Oh yeah, we could do similar things, but it can never be the same. It's never gonna be the same. Ever. Yeah, it's never gonna be the same. So with that, I wanna take a deep breath into that. <sighs> do you have anything you wanna share with the people before we close and we do the same uh closing? ritual that we use to open anything you just want to share from your heart from your mind that you think might be helpful even if it would have been just helpful to you some time ago if the, there was a younger version of you watching right now what what does he need to hear don't even trip bro <laughs> <laughs> Don't even trip. Don't even trip, bro. Like, it ain't even that serious, I promise. Like, I done tripped over so many things in the past, bro. Like, don't even trip. Just walk away. Walk away, keep it moving, stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Like, focus on whatever it is that you are focused on. If you got an idea, move on it. Keep moving on it. If you feel that pull, like, listen to yourself. <clears throat> You know, you got that uh, intuition. Yeah. You got to listen to that, bro. Like, I feel like as 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 a man, I wasn't taught anything about intuition. No. Like, nothing growing up. No. Nothing about listening to how my body reacts to people, if I'm going around somebody or if I'm going into a situation or, like, what any of that thing, or those things mean. And maybe the, the people that came that I was around didn't know nothing about that. You know, I'm not pointing no fingers in nobody yeah, it's just like they had what they I had. didn't get that yeah. I didn't get that teaching so I, that was something I had to learn for myself so yeah man follow your intuition and again the biggest thing is don't even trip don't man. even trip bro don't even trip man this summer that's a lesson I'm taking out of the summer this summer was real hard I went to a really dark place and space mm. in my mind and heart and I remember just telling myself like man how you gonna stand up for all the applause and all the cheers and everybody think it's great and now it's hard, you like crying and shit. And it was like, it was cool to cry and do all that, but it was like, don't even trip, man. Like you're taking this way too serious. Yeah. Uh, Just keep going. It's still a game. It's, bro, it's, you know, the, the things within life, like these things that we are trying to accomplish and do, they are games. You know, there are levels to them. Yep. There are things you need to unlock and activate and yep. all of that. Life, on the other hand, is to be lived and not to be played. So. You know, there may be things within your life where you need to hit levels and achieve things. But, you know, I say live and experience as much as you can because your perspective changes with experience, bro. Like, and the more you can experience, the faster you can experience it, the more you can experience it, like the more you just have a a, a wider perspective of what is happening. Yeah. Where you are in the world, like the belief in yourself, like you can be in one place for so long and you think that's all it is. You think this is the world you're in is not the only world to be in. It's not the only world, bro. It's not. And you just get so caught up in that world that you don't, it's like what we were just talking about. Things in motion, stay in motion. If you get stuck and you sit down in this world, 
and now you just here, it's going to be hard for you to try to see outside of that. It's going to be hard for you to hop on a plane and go to Brazil or Switzerland. Bro, or anywhere. I, re- anywhere. I remember yeah, even man. emotionally. Like, I was married for 10 years. I was a pastor. I was all this stuff. And when I walked away from all that, I remember feeling so alone because it was like I had lost my entire community and what mm. the relationship I had invested in. And then and thought to myself, and I'll never get any more. I'll never be able to find anymore because I don't even know how to do this. And so I'm sitting there and I remember when it came to me, it's like, this is not the only world to be in. And you so infinite, bro. Bro, but I wasn't so feeling infinite. it at the time. Yeah. I felt the opposite of infinite. It was like, I had one finite shot and I ruined it. And that's and this is the end of my life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> this shit stops here. This thing, And it's like, nope. Then that was almost a decade ago. Mm. So it's like... Uh, Man, I love what you're saying. I really, I needed this, if nothing else. Whew. Yeah, this is great. Uh, here, we're going to close our eyes again. We're going to tap in. <laughs> Hopefully, you you prepared. Rest yourself if you can. Rest your feet on the ground. Rest your, your body on your chair, on your bed. If you're standing up, however it is, just feel your body. And we're going to take a deep breath in through our noses. Biggest breath that we've taken all day. In for four. Hold, relax, out, hold, in, hold, relax your face, out, hold, and breathe naturally normally and free i appreciate y'all so much tuning in this has been the we are the ones podcast with my guy bam bam if you don't mind we're gonna use your voice right now to take us out okay you ain't gotta say nothing oh let's do it that's it's hard, bro. Oh, yeah. We still, this, we this still the ones who been waiting for. Shout out to found everything I needed. Me no need to look no more. The time it was exquisite. Even so, when I thought I missed it, I was tripping. I was falling, but I never failed. Hero, I embraced my flaws and imperfections. An amazing producer, bro. Yeah, he likes this. An amazing producer. Believe that. All kind of records. So, yeah. Shout out to Hero. Hero, thank you so much. Thank y'all. Make sure you subscribe. Check us next Wednesday right here. We are the ones podcast. Uh, much love, bro. Great job. Great check, bro.